We run it. We and we uh, 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 um uh, welcome to Pig's Pod. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> what, yeah, that's what a, one of our um. Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I forgot to look. That's welcome like one to of episode our, on, fifty something. Uh, we might be actually at sixty. <laughs> hang on, sixty fifty something six. Uh, oh, sweet dude. We hold on. We have a rating on uh, iTunes. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a one star rating. So let's see here. 59. This is episode 59. 59. All right, let's look at our one star rating on iTunes. Oh my gosh, I have to update iTunes. How can I, why can't I just not look at it? Can I, can, oh, can, I don't want to sign in. Can I just look at it? Can I just look? His laptop's making noises over there. Can, can I just, I don't know my password. All right, well, whoever, yay, thanks for leaving us a review. Yeah, let's see if I can just look at it. Hang on, I'm looking it up right now, because I don't, let's see if it's just going to let me look at it. Uh, what, what douchebag give us a one-star one rating? It won't, it won't let me log in to view it. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Yeah, I can't. How... Well, anyways, welcome to Pig's Pod, episode 59. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. 59, then we'll get 60, and then we'll be a few more away from uh, 69. Nice. Nice. I don't think there's there's any review with it. I think it's just a one star. Does it not say anything? Under customer reviews, I just got a one out of five with with a one rating. Hmm. If you can't tell, I don't remember my password. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's a thing. That's cool. I want to see what they wrote. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure that they. Uh, Can you do that? <laughs> Can yeah. you just leave a review? Well, whoever left us a review, leave us a comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not another one-star review, please, douchebag. Yeah. What it's, what it's going to end know. up what it's going to end up being is somebody's like, "Oh, I thought it was really going to be a joke. That's kind of funny." Like, "No, nah, you left us a one-star review on Apple." So, you know, fuck you. Choose a password you haven't used in the past year. Oh, okay. How about fuck you? How is that a good password? <laughs> Did you um piece of shit? Hang on. Too many consecutive identical character. How about you suck a fat motherfucking that used to be your password? Oops, suck a fat. Let me type this out. (laughs) Suck a fat. Meanwhile, uh, Pig's Pot episode 59, Oreo plays the guess his password game. What in the what are you talking about? Password strength strong. 
What's with passwords? Passwords are stupid. I'll, I'll, maybe I'm in the minority of this. The, the two tone, two double, double. Now the words are escaping me what it's called. Or you have the two factor. That's what it's called. Two factor authentication for your shit. Yeah, yeah, where it goes to you, like your phone it, and you've got to click a button. Oh, yeah, or your email or whatever. Right. All that is is annoying. If they really want to get into your account, and I've had people argue this with, no, they can't. How? How are they going to do it? Um, lots of ways. Like, have you not seen every other week there's some new company that leaked everybody's fucking shit? Yeah, but they can't log in with two-factor authentication. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, how many Steam fucking accounts are hacked all the fucking time, every day? Steam has fucking two-factor authentication. There's all kinds of ways to spoof fucking shit and hack it. I don't know how they do it. If I knew the fucking steps to do it, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you fuckers. <laughs> uh, I don't see a review. Yeah, all I see is a rating. I don't think we actually got an official review. Somebody just rated us one star. I don't even see a, a rating. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, whatever. It could be a leftover one, too. I don't know. <laughs> no clue. I have no idea. All right, but yeah, there's that. So change my password to iTunes sucks a fat dick. Yeah, two-factor, like, I don't know. To the Xbox especially is the fucking worst. Like, they want you to set up like a passcode, you know, like a passcode uh, where you like you push a bunch of keys or whatever, and then you have your email password. And then if you get through all that, they'll do the two-factor where they send you shit to your email or your phone. And then if you go through all that, I'll, don't even get me started on trying to cancel or, you know, change anything in your Xbox account. And I like, haven't changed anything in my account in so long. I'm like, I'm afraid to. And it's super fucking hard to like remove a credit card. Because I can't have a, a credit card on my account anymore. Because my son, like a year ago or whenever it was, charged like 120 bucks to, Ro to Roblox to buy Robux. <laughs> and I had to talk to like all kinds oh. of people to get my fucking money back. And a bunch of people were like, no. And I'm like, no, we. You can clearly see that we haven't used your shitty Robux. You can just go ahead and refund it. Eventually, both Roblox and Microsoft agreed to refund it. So I don't know who eventually pushed the transaction through, but <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not paying 120 bucks for your fucking game. So I have to have that off of there. So what, what I've come to now, which is also super annoying, I'll buy the shit on Amazon and then I have to wait for them to send me an email. But I did just buy it last night, actually. Amazon's updated how their system works. Now it's good. It used to be retarded. Now they have a thing that sends it to you, and you literally just push a button. It automatically takes you to the Xbox website. All you have to do is log in, and it, the code is automatically like populated into the thing. So you just, you just open it. You just push the button, push redeem. Like You don't have to copy and paste or type a code or nothing. It's like a one-button push and log in, and you're good to go. Like, That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're all about. 2019, convenience. And they always say, oh, convenience is less secure. Well, all our shit's less secure. Like, fucking... If you go through and read the Facebook terms of services, 
you will learn real quick that your shit is not secure in the least. <laughs> My favorite I mean, is all the old people. I'm pretty sure old people started. All the old people are like, they post that fucking fake thing. I do not give Instagram my permission to use my pic. No, you do. By you do. having an account, you do. <laughs> what, uh, Posting but- a little picture that they're never going to look at or see doesn't. <laughs> they're like, I said on Twitter, I said, that's the, uh, that's the adult equivalent of fucking Dora going, swiper, no swiping. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, that's literally what you're telling. You're like, Facebook, no usage. And they're like, oh, man. Like, no, that's not how it works. Well, like, you having an account, they can do whatever the fuck they want with your info and all your shit. Well, Facebook so has been want- in, Facebook is in trouble right now over the, the, uh, the, the facial recognition stuff. They're, oh, you know, they've been in trouble all the time for everything. Yeah, they, they, People are finding in the terms of service that they're, you know, by you posting <clears throat> your selfies to fa- to Facebook and Instagram, they're selling that data for, um, fa- to ra- facial recognition software companies, and people are like, oh no, this is you know, we don't agree to this. I'm like, well, it's in the terms of service. You just didn't take the time to read it. It's there. Yeah, and you can delete your account, but it, it takes time. They don't just delete it and delete all your stuff. No, it takes it, it takes they like put, thirty days. Yeah, well, they say that too, but it doesn't go away after thirty days. Like I've had pages that I have on Facebook where I like thought of an idea or thought of something. I started a page, and then later I'll be like, ah, I never used that. I'm not. That was a dumb idea. I'll try to delete it. I've never had a single page deleted. It always yeah, me says, neither. "We'll give you thirty days to think about it," and then it just never goes away. And like fucking like four months later, it's like so and so liked your your page and you're like what the fuck i deleted that shit like fucking last yeah. christmas why what the fuck? yeah i i have i have a few pages like that that uh they're almost identical to that that and some of the pages yeah, are so, old you know i mean yeah, we're so I'm pretty sure if you delete your facebook they still have all your shit they don't whose whose servers do they use <laughs> do they use amazon servers or do they use their own they use their own Everything is in-house for them. Oh, Facebook has 30,000 servers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have their own. Huh. Yeah, interesting fact most people don't know. Amazon, 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 in the Amazon, no, Amazon owns and runs like 65% of the internet or something on Amazon. God damn it. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> runs servers. Like... No, this isn't going to be a financial podcast or whatever. This maybe that's where the one star fact. came from. Yeah, maybe. maybe this is just an interesting the... fact that most people don't know that Amazon owns uh, fucking tons of servers and stuff all over the place. And other than people that are big enough like Google and Facebook, uh, pretty much everyone else, like even like website hosting and like a bunch of stuff, all those people use the Amazon servers. Like I, I swear it was sixty five or some. I don't know. It might it might even be more than that. But basically, if Amazon servers shut down, like sixty five percent of the internet would not exist because it's on Amazon servers. So I mean, that's where Jeff Bezos got his money. Yeah, he's making but, money hand over fist from like every direction possible. Yeah, but that's not what not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is who the fuck left a one star review? You sons of bitches. Yeah, and no, like. <laughs> We had like a complete and total like this discussion that we were going to have for this episode and then completely blindsided by the fact that some douchebag left us a one-star rating. Yeah, I feel like 
my family's gonna fall apart and gonna lose my house and like, why you do that why would you <laughs> why would you take something i don't give two shits about and just and just ruin it crush it <laughs> you took my cd and plenty daylight and you scratched it you son of a bitch <laughs> when the fuck did we get ice cream <laughs> <laughs> All right, but now what we're gonna talk about? Craig's here, right? All right, Craig's here. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even sure if Craig was here. No, we're gonna talk about uh, <clears throat> Star Wars. We're getting closer. There's new stuff revealed. We're just gonna theorize and fanboy over Star Wars. So basically, if you've made it the fucking five minutes into this episode so far, well, the next fucking fifty-five minutes is gonna be about Star Wars. So probably if you're not into that. Fucking just go leave another one star review and fuck right off. That I mean, or, or just don't listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, just just write the fuck off. Just we're done. Yeah, just fuck right the fuck off. Um, but yeah, all kinds of shit, man. I don't know where to start. There's the Mandalorian. There's freaking. There's oh, Darth the Mandalorian. Ray, there's freaking Darth Bay. Darth Bay. Yeah. Darth Bay. There's, so there, there was my original th- theories, and then the more I look into it, uh, I'm kind of changing up my original theories. So what's what's your theory? Yeah, I want to know yours, <clears> and okay. then I'll give you mine. So before Disney officially released the D23, what is D23 even? Uh, Disney 23. Um, I want to. What s- is that? I don't know. Uh, to the Googles. Name- D refers for D for Disney. Twenty three refers to the year nineteen twenty three, the year Walt Disney was founded. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So All right. makes sense. There, it's just Disney Con, but they call it D twenty three. So all the Disney stars and everything show up, and they do their little fucking the mouse ears in the air, and they go, "Welcome to D twenty I'm Corbin Blue, or whatever. What happened to Corbin Blue? <laughs> Let's not get off. Let's not get off track. All right. So anyway, all right. So oh, the not on blue. The, yeah, it's their the, thing. But yeah, so yeah, before they officially released, because they showed all kinds of shit there, like new movies and this and that, not just Star Wars, all kinds of shit. Uh, and then well, we'll talk about what Disney did, but they somebody leaked the screenshot. So like, like it might have been the day of. I don't know. It was a while ago. I swear it was like a week ago. I saw the screenshot of Dark Ray. Maybe it wasn't that long. Maybe it was like four or five days. But yeah, they, basically, the, the still, right the, after the still came yeah. out right right after that they had the panel, which um, yeah. which wasn't supposed to happen, but it did get leaked because it, you can't stop that. Yeah, but that's the only steal I saw. I didn't see like anything else, but that one. There's probably more, but that one just spread like wildfire because everyone was like, "Oh, what the fuck." So I saw it, and my immediate theory that just hit my mind, bounced around in there, was uh, so going back to the 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 previous trailer that they released, you know, where Ray's in the desert and Ben is coming in. I call him Ben because he's a little bitch. He doesn't deserve my respect to be called Kylo. Man, he's the biggest character to disappointment is all hell, dude. The one time I ever nerded out, okay. Now you, you have all kinds of costumes. You do all kinds of events. You go to the movies dressed up like okay. The one okay. time I did, before Episode Seven came out, I was like, dude, Kylo looks fucking sick, bro. 
Kylo's gonna be my new favorite character. I bought fucking the Kylo outfit and everything. I went to the premiere with Smokey, fucking dressed as Kylo, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" And then after the movie, I was like, "Man, what? What a little fucking emo bitch, dude! What the fuck did they do to my Kylo? <laughs> Look what they did to my boy!" <laughs> <laughs> emo Kylo makes you want to be emo. I get it. Yeah, he was such a fucking crybaby little. Where, where'd you go? And like the stormtroopers turn around, and shit. But like, dude, I'm so disappointed in Kylo. So. So I don't call him Kyle anymore. I call him Ben. So Ben's coming in in his little fucking shit and Ray's in the desert, starts sprinting, turns on her lightsaber and doing a move. Now, to me, that that looks like a training exercise to me. I don't know what everyone else sees, but to me, that I is- feel like that's a training exercise and they're still kind of joined forces, heavily air-quoted there. Uh, that's, I still the common, like, that's the common yeah. consensus is that that was some form of training that was happening okay. here. That so so going back to that, then when that thing comes out of Ray, I immediately thought, well, if I were to write the movie really badly, I <laughs> I would have Ben and Ray and apparently the emperor's back, so he's unkillable or something. Uh I would have Ben and Ray find out about the emperor and they're still buddies and they're like, well, let's just say, you know, Let's just say that he's not all seeing and doesn't fucking know everything because he's not super powerful. Let's pretend he doesn't know anything and we'll join forces, but not saying that you, Ben, that you're good. We'll say that me, I'm bad. I'm bad, Ray. Oh, I'm so bad. Ooh, you know, I'm bad, Ray. I'm going to join up with, with Ben over here and we're, I'm going to go dark. I'm going to be on the dark side and just pretend. And then, and, my immediate theory is, oh, well, what's the twist? Because it's fucking J.J. Abrams. There's going to be a twist. So I was like, oh, well, it'll come to it. They're going to be in there, and some shit's going to go down, and Ben is going to be conflicted, as he always is, as emos are, and then turn, and Ray's going to have to kick Ben's ass and then kill Emperor, and some shit's going to go down. So that was my whole thing. That, oh, they're pretending to be bad. They're you know joined forces still, but now they flip. They're pretending to be bad. So that was what I thought that whole screenshot was. But when the video came out, I, cha- I changed my mind a little bit. But I don't know. What did you think when the, the screenshot came out of Darth <clears throat> Ray? Darth okay. Yeah, Darth, Darth Bay. Um, go ahead. And since we always do Google things, I want you to Google that screenshot. And I want you to take a look at that screenshot right now. Like, uh so oh i've got it up i'm looking at okay, it right now cool all right <laughs> um now open another tab for your google and um google daisy ridley okay like, like everybody wants to do like oh god i love daisy ridley so okay, daisy ridley topless wait do i need that part or <laughs> well if you find that just send me the link and we'll we'll this episode will end prematurely a lot like okay. I, I do um Daisy not, Ridley teases Dark Ray is real. Am I supposed to look at that? It doesn't matter. Just uh, just an image of of Daisy Ridley. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's if you look at them. That's not Daisy Ridley. That's not Ray. That's absolutely one hundred percent. Sure looks like her. It's not Ray. That's the that's that's my theory. Like the the common consensus amongst the Star Wars community is that this is probably a vision. Um. Yeah. You know of. Oh. Vision of the that. future, vision of the past, vision of something that could be. 
Is that what you thought when you saw the screenshot, though? That, Look, that, that was that weird. was immediately, yeah, that was my immediate first thought because it's like there's a lot of plot that has to happen for yeah. for well, a for Ray for Ray to go completely dark. dark like that. Yeah, like it's like, yeah. and we only and have it, one movie to do this. Movie. Yeah, yeah, we only have we only have two hours to to you know, and it took it took Anakin three three episodes for that to happen. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't believe that you know she's really going to go dark. Um I don't like I said, I don't believe that it's her. Um and I okay. I back up I back up my reasoning with and taking a little bit further. There was footage that was leaked of the Force Awakens plot. There was there yeah. was bits and pieces of the plot that was completely cut out of episode seven. And one of the pieces that was cut out was the beginning of the movie was supposed to open with Luke Skywalker's hand and lightsaber floating through space. Like that was the oh. opening scene. And in seven? In seven. That was literally how it was supposed to um that was I mean, how it was I'm supposed saying, to open. I'm sending you something right now. Maybe I'll put it on the Facebook page. So the screenshot I just sent you was not the one that was going around. The second one I just sent you is the one that was going around. Right. Yeah. The second one looks nothing like Daisy Ridley. Yeah. The first I'm, one looks a hundred percent like Daisy Ridley. No. The second one, the lighting and the it, it's weirdness. It yeah. it looks nothing like her at all. So I get that. But that other one, from a different, slightly different angle, it looks a lot like her. But but what doesn't look like her, and this is what I, you know, <laughs> online looking around and everyone throwing their their ideas around. It's completely emotionless. And Daisy and Ray has never had an emotionless face. Right. Like she's not Kirsten Stewart. It's <laughs> so there's some stuff going on there. And that that face is completely emotionless. So the uh, getting back to the whole hand thing, there's there's a, a a theory that is being kind of touted around amongst some of the 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 tinfoil hat wearing community of the Star Wars community that the hand was going to be recovered along with Luke's lightsaber and, or what was mm -hmm. originally, what was originally Anakin's lightsaber and that they took DNA from Luke. Someone took DNA from Luke and DNA from the emperor and made a flash clone. And what you see in Ray's vision in episode seven with the finger snapping in the cave. Yeah. Uh, like when the they stands. go, yeah. Um, when she's trying to figure out who she is and where she comes came from and what her past is, all she finds is herself and then multiple versions of herself with the whole finger snapping is yeah. you know the allusion to that she's a clone. That she's and a clone. Well, that she's that's a clone. one thing that I know JJ talked about that he never came out and said it, but I'm pretty sure Ray's origin is going to be revealed in this episode. It's going to close off all right. our questions. Right. Like that's one of the biggest questions is who the fuck is Ray and who are her parents? Right. Well, and that was the whole thing is the, even Kylo in the reveal of like, your parents were no one. They were nobody. Like with literally yeah. there, it was, it wasn't that they were no one. They literally were no one. There was no parents. You know, many of the truths we cl cl cling to depend greatly upon our certain point of view. Can a clone be in touch with uh, the Force, though? Yes. Um, they, they're they starting to pull very heavily from the expanded universe that they completely, like, kicked out 
and said, we're not, none of this matters anymore. Um, they're, they're drawing bits and pieces of it. Like all of the really cool shit that they like with bringing grand Admiral Thrawn back and bringing back some of the other characters and kind of like intertwining them back into the, uh, the, the storyline they're, they're They've already shown that they've, that they'll pull from uh, the, the expanded universe. And there was a number of clones that were uh, clones of Jedi. Um, there was in, in the um, original Thrawn series, uh, Thrawn was trying to recreate the, the, Thrawn was ascribing to a theory that was a part of the old legends in, in expanded universe that the, the emperor was able to telepathic telepathically control the officers of the Imperial Navy. That's the reason why they were so well coordinated. That's why they yeah. were able to work so well together. And then when the Emperor died on the second Death Star, uh, that's the reason why they, the the Navy fell apart and they so quickly lost when the Death Star was destroyed. It wasn't the loss of the Death Star that caused the Navy to break. It was the fact that the Emperor died and the command and control functions that the Emperor had um, went away. So what Thrawn was trying to do, and this is spoiler alert if you've not read the the, the old Legends Thrawn books, was he was trying to clone a new army and then use a clone Jedi of a Jedi Master to uh, manipulate their minds and control them in the same sense that the Emperor did. And hmm. the Jedi, the, the clone went crazy because the clones are unstable. Um, so that could also explain why the Emperor is all of a sudden alive and back. Is that a clone too? Maybe it's it, a it, cloned Emperor? The cloned Emperor was there, was, there was a whole series of books related to the clone uh, the return of the emperor and the cloning of the emperor is a pretty, I, I can't remember the name of the three books that it was a part of, but it was a pretty cool story because um, Luke turns to the dark side and joins the emperor and the emperor reborn is what they were calling him. And uh, it, it, it took um, Leia and her children in that part, in the, in the legend story to like the, the love of the Skywalker family to bring Luke back from the dark side and, Luke is a, is forever changed and um that that whole hmm. thing. So, you know, a cloned emperor having you know come back from the dead, this is not, you know, uncharted territory for the Star Wars franchise. So it yeah. is Maybe very in the movies, well possible. but not not the canon. Plus there's right. so much canon, it's all over. The one thing I like really like Star Wars. I really like Star Wars. Like fucking that shit will bring me to tears sometimes. It's so good. I love Star Wars. But I don't love fucking reading unless it's really good reading. And, like, I've read some of the Halo books. I've read maybe one of the Star Wars books. But it's just not, like, if it's you not like, have... holy fuck, this is a good book. It, it, it It's an expanded universe, but it's not good enough to hold my attention. So I haven't read, like, 99% of the Star Wars books. <laughs> if you have an Audible account... um. I would recommend just skipping the uh, the Legends books for now and just going through the, the books that are now considered canon. And I highly recommend the new Thrawn series. It is yeah. really, really good. Um, the second book was a little tough to get through. I'm getting ready. To, the third one came out a couple of weeks ago, and I'm getting ready to start it. Uh, but the first one is fantastic. It is a, it is It takes place... Dude, I'm so... I'm so picky with reading. If it's not good within like, I'd say a hundred, but really, honestly, it's probably like 80 pages. Like if I'm reading uh, right. audio book, probably half an hour. 
if it hasn't caught me by then i don't like there's one uh have you read name of the wind no if it's not star wars or halo i've probably not read it in the last 20 years oh okay well it's a cult fucking book that everyone and their mom is like oh this is the best fucking book ever i've had i've had probably eight different people from completely different like friend circles completely different jobs complete just over the years you know had no relation to each other of any kind say dude you should read name of the wind it's one of my favorite books so i tried reading name of the wind i got to page like 120 or something and i was like dude this book is so slow and awful i can barely remember some of the shit that happened and everyone's like, oh, dude, 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 no, no. Just keep reading. It gets really good. You were like right there. You were like right there where it gets good. It's it's like a 680-page book. And so I was like, all right, all right. So I tried to, I tried the audio version because I found that. I think I listened to almost an hour. And like, dude, I've, I barely even remember any of this. Like, it's just not exciting. It's not good. And every, like the few that I, you know, talked, back to the oh just keep going keep going and like i i just know <laughs> so it's hard not good. It, if it yeah. hasn't caught me by then like uh and i always go to this example there's a show i think it's called between i'm pretty sure it's called between it was on yeah it is called between no wait yeah it's yeah it's called between uh it was on netflix they made two seasons i don't know how uh, it's probably one of the worst TV shows I've ever seen. So basically, the whole premise of the show is there's this one town that for some reason, everyone over the age of, I think it's 21, 20, 21, something like that, whatever. So everyone that's an adult just dies, gets a weird illness and dies. Uh, but everyone under that age, for some scientifically unexplainable reason, is perfectly fine. And the government's like, oh, shit, what's going on? And they quarantine this town and basically just leave them to be because they don't know what it is. They're not going to send adults in. So it's basically, oh, now this town has to be Lord of the Flies. It's going to be run and governed by kids. And they have to discover, you know, how to fucking take care of themselves and shit. Uh, and it's awful. I mean, number one, like, that's been done before all kinds of different ways uh, in books, TV shows, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but like a lot of their children and teen actors, awful, terrible. But for some reason, and this completely goes against what I just said, for some reason, I kept watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes bad movies and bad shows are just fun to watch. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I guess the one character, she's kind of cute. I, I, maybe that's why I have no, I, I don't know. I can't remember a reasoning of why, but by the time I got to like the fourth episode, I was like, well, fuck, I got to see what happens. So I fucking finished both seasons <laughs> and I finished it pretty quickly. I think because, uh, like, you know, interconsciously, <laughs> I just wanted to get it fucking done and over with. But, like, in my mind, I don't know, I just blasted through that shit. I fucking, I think it took me, like, a week and a half to watch both seasons, if that. And it was awful. Like, it was so bad. I don't know why I watched it. And I, it, it, so it kind of goes against what I said, but it also doesn't, because it reminds me of that Name of the Wind and, like, a bunch of other stuff. I think there becomes a certain point 
where you're invested in a thing where like if you read to page like 300 of name of the wind by that point you're gonna finish that fucking book and by that point you're so invested in it even if it was like mediocre if it had like one or two really good points by the time you you force your way through it all you remember are those two or three really good points so to you it's really fucking good now between is not like that because i can't remember (laughs) any really good points but i feel like i feel like there's a lot of things like that tv shows books movies where like after a certain point you just like you're invested and you just finish it and then you if you don't take like a second look and really deeply think about it you just go oh yeah it's great dude you should check it out well (laughs) i would like i said i would recommend reading at least the Thrawn books because they are they're a really good bridge as to how the imperial navy was developing uh yeah are they better as audio or better as read because there's no there's no one way that works better for everything like i i like the better audio version and whatnot i like the i like the audio version because they do them as an audio drama um and that makes it a lot more fun to listen to um the, so. the 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 writer that that is do the author of the books is Timothy Zahn, whom I've met a dozen times at various conventions, and is such a such a down to earth chill dude that is like one of the uberest nerds that makes it fun. Like after you meet him and really and realize that you know that, see his personality and see how cool he is and how nice he is and how much of a gigantic nerd he is, it makes reading his books that much more fun. But the audio drama really kind of it, it takes the it, it takes the stress out of reading the book. It takes the like, oh god, I gotta like dedicate time to read the book or you know, because I really struggle reading books anymore just because I have a I just don't have a lot of time. Um, but it it it, it tells the story of the rise of Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, who was a big character um post Return of the Jedi in the the expanded universe. And they completely brought him back. Like they they retconned everything about him uh from the expanded universe and reintroduced him into the Star Wars Rebels uh TV show, which I recommend if you've not seen it. So good. Um mm. if you don't know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is, he is an alien, uh a species called the Chiss. They are a extremely intelligent, uh military genius type uh alien race who gets mixed up with the empire and he rises up through the ranks of the Imperial Navy very quickly because he is extremely intelligent and has a military mind that is beyond anything. The throne. Is he the one that wanted to do the clone army then was secretly doing the clone army, not the clone army, but a clone army. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the, in the books, in the legends books, he discovered cloning cylinders that were used during the Clone Wars and was trying to clone a new army because that was an issue that they were running into after the second Death Star was destroyed is the the Empire was basically beginning to go into retreat. So they were having resource issues. So, you know, instead of conscripting or uh, drafting new new soldiers, they were just, well, just going to clone them because it was quicker, it was more efficient. You know, it it would take, it, you know, for an imperial officer to go through the academy, it takes between four to six years 
for that for that person to complete their training and be ready to join the the war effort well within you know five to ten years you could raise a clone army from infants and have them battle ready within a matter of you know like i said five to ten years so really the time investment was the same but you get a, a much larger fighting force and in doing that and you could get this constant turnover like they were getting in the prequel trilogy and raising the army uh for the republic and then Thrawn was trying to take it a step further with uh, trying to control them with the Jedi Master that he cloned. But the Jedi Master was unstable because, you know, it's one thing to, it's one thing to clone a mind of a regular person. It's something yeah. completely different to clone, uh, to clone someone that's actually Force-sensitive. So there's all this instability, and uh, you have that to deal with. That's where, like I said, coming you know, bringing the huge circle all the way back around to this, you know, I think that's... <laughs> One of the reasons why you have I've heard that tossed out the the cloning thing, but I haven't yeah. read the canon stuff, so yeah, there's not a lot like, of. Well, it's probably possible. <laughs> I've yeah. read it, so I don't know what they have said is possible or isn't. Well, they I mean, like at I said, this they point, they can pretty much do whatever and go. That's ah, possible. It is because we said, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely. But you know, like I said, the the idea of cloning the emperor, cloning Jedi, is you know, has happened in the yeah. expanded universe. So it's absolutely possible uh, for them yeah. to just well, bring it back. the most sense <laughs> for, especially the emperor. I mean, the Ray thing, it could be uh, a ton of, it could be a dozen different things. Why she's, you know, I, I believe army blade and shit, but the emperor is like, okay, what? It's well, gotta be a clone or, or how is he well, just all of a sudden back? <laughs> he may not have been gone to begin with, um, or at least not in the, not in the realm of like the 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 normal plane of existence like you have here. You know, you have the 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 beyond where the like where Yoda exists, where Ben Kenobi now exists. Um, yeah. You know, being able to come back as Force ghosts. You know, up until, uh, up until just well, recently, it was only believed that you know the Jedi could do it, and then there was an there was an episode in I think it was. I think it was in Rebels, uh, where Ahsoka Tano manages to cross that, that that plane of existence and cross over, even though she's still alive. She's learned to cross over, and she, you know, she faces Darth Sidious, you know, on this extra realm of existence that is basically the Force existence, and huh. you know, it's so there's already established canon that there is a second realm of existence. So I don't know if you paid attention or if you even knew. Um, in the trailer that we, the, both the trailers that we've seen so far of them going back to this planet that is has this great ocean and there's all this debris. Um, yeah, it, it's, it. It, it's pretty much settled that that debris is second Death Star debris. Um, if yeah, I've heard that tossed out a bunch. So when you the Emperor was killed on the second Death Star, so it's easy to argue that you know there is a ton of negative energy you know surrounding you know, that debris and that wreckage because, you know, fucking Emperor died yeah. there. So like given how the, negative. Like feminist well, levels or Oh, absolutely. Very, very much. <laughs> um it's somewhere along the line, somewhere between feminazi and Rush Limbaugh. So <laughs> So we're talking real it's real bad there. All right. Yeah, and you know I mean there there there's there's images of Alex Jones on the wall and the the, the frogs are gay. Um, talking about how he's kind of retarded. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> but that being said, you know, so there's absolutely, you know, 
we don't know if the emperor is back per se. I mean, this, he really could yeah. be, you know, well, he could they, be. They never showed him. Right. Um, do you think though, uh, the, maybe the movie would have better been named the emperor's new groove. <laughs> well, so, you know, the other, There's some of the other, I mean, it is yeah, Disney. Yeah, they it is Disney. Movie. So they've already got it. Yeah. <laughs> so they could just rebrand it. You know, and the other, the other thing too that they that you need to remember when it comes to, you know, the Star Wars trailers, it we, we apply some of the Marvel logic to it. They edited and changed those trailers. Oh yeah, and there could be shit in there that's not even in the movie. Right. Well, and that's the way it was. There was the original, you know, the original Rogue One trailer that 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 came out at Celebration a year and a half before uh, Rogue One came out the first things we saw was X-Wings flying over a jungle and yeah. everybody thought, Oh my God, this is going to be about rogue squadron and ne never even well, made it into the film. So we don't know yeah. this. None of this could have made it into the film. This could be absolute total misdirection, you know? Yeah. Well, I, the, I, the lightsaber splitting thing, like big, like important scenes are probably in there, but little tiny shit. And Disney is smart, especially when it comes to, Marvel and fucking Star Wars trailers, they comb through that shit a a billion times before we even see it, and they go, "Well, this could look like that, but it's it just actually means nothing." <laughs> right. So, like I said, coming back to this whole thing with Ray and this these stills and these images of her, you know, I don't like I said, I don't believe this is Ray. I believe that this yeah. is either a a vision or b this is the clone. I, I'm gonna yeah. stand on I'm gonna stand on my theory that this is this is all that we're gonna huh. be dealing with a lot of clone stuff because yeah. you my, see her training with Ben. So are they training to go face against this clone her? <laughs> yeah. Or if you know they're both growing in the force together because neither one of them completed their training. You know, Ben yeah. was Ben was fairly far along uh when him and when him and Luke split. But Ray has had, you know, nothing. You know, she she got the same training that Luke Skywalker got. She spent like a week, she did like a weekend retreat. And you yeah, know, you know, she basically yeah. took like the, 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 the Jedi GED course. And yeah, it's amazing. She was able to overpower Daniel Craig. I mean, <laughs> well, see, and, and that, that's been my thing all along is, you know, we, we have, you know, Luke Skywalker, he trained with the greatest Jedi trainer that ever existed. And Obi-Wan Kenobi had years of training. Qui-Gon Jinn, years of training. All of these Jedi would have years and years and years of training, and here comes Ray, you know, seemingly out of nowhere, and she's with like, no "Oh, training. with no training, I want to, I want to do the alter mind and and make somebody, you know, bend to my will." That maybe, takes a lot of training. This maybe is it's like Naruto, where <laughs> his clones, whatever they learn, he learns. So maybe the 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 Ray clone is training on the side. And as the Ray clone is getting stronger, the Ray, the real Ray Ray is getting strong. I don't know. That's, well, that's probably you not know, it at all. Actually, <laughs> you're, you're actually coming right up against the, 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 my final theory of this whole thing is the DNA that was taken to create Ray. And then I'm, I'm going to stand on this as a Ray clone. I'm, I'm standing on this. I'll die on this hill. This is, this is my midway. Um, I believe that she is a clone. For the longest time, I wanted her to be. Um, Basically, of lineage of Ben Kenobi and Anakin uh, and Luke Skywalker. There was some fan yeah. theories about um, Obi Wan Kenobi 
uh, having a secret relationship with the Queen of Mandalore and there being a love child, the love child falling in love with Luke Skywalker, having a child, having a little girl. You know, there's no way that Luke Skywalker's child should ever be known about. She gets whisked yeah. away. Now you have Ray. That's that's how I wanted her to be originally. Yeah. yeah. That what I, would be so much harder to hide than just a clone child and you just drop the child off and fucking bumfuck where nobody gives a shit about. Like, right. clone is so I, much easier to hide than a, a, a child. Yeah. You know. So what, where I'm at right now is I think we're going to be dealing with a clone of the Emperor. And I think that revelation is going to be a clone of Ray. And Ray is going to be a mixture of DNA from uh, Luke Skywalker and uh, Emperor Palpatine. And that, to me, that connects all of the dots with when she touches the lightsaber in Episode 7 and she has um, the vision of every, like that entire vision sequence uh, it was everything that that lightsaber experienced. Yeah. That well, was that everything never... that Luke experienced. Was that in seven or was that in which one was that in? Yeah, that was an ep- that was an episode seven because that's okay, when she so that yeah. was a JJ idea, and they, that was a JJ that never idea. came around to what what that was about. Yeah, so there was there was two. I mean, there was there's one theory that I ascribed to for the longest time when she touched the lightsaber that was that was the lightsaber reaching out to her because that was every every single piece of every single vision that happened during that vision sequence that lightsaber yeah. was present for so yeah. you know it was it was there well, it, now, that light that lightsaber was used to slaughter the 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 women and children uh of the sand people it was used to slaughter the younglings it was there when Luke's <laughs> hand was severed severed you know it it was it had existed that entire time yeah <laughs> and and I, yeah and and i thought for the longest time okay this was the lightsaber reaching out to ray and i really think now you know, connecting the idea with Ray is a clone from Luke and the and Palpatine. Um, I think that 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 was the she was experiencing everything that that Luke had experienced it, through yeah. that lightsaber, and then I hmm. think what has happened is that clone was supposed to be the change the Emperor or whomever the shadow people, you know, that who whomever um, Snoke turns out to be. I think that that clone was supposed to be what he wanted Kylo Ren to be before he got Kylo Ren. And that clone turned out to be a failure. And instead of killing the failure, you know, they just whisk it away to never deal with it ever again. And that get, that explains her ability to learn these Jedi abilities so quickly and why she was absolutely so willing to, to cross over to the dark yeah. side and in the cave. You know, it's like it's you didn't good, even try to resist. Like... She's I don't a clone. Want to say cop out, but it's a good explanation of so many things, like why she can learn it so quickly, why she was so easily just dumped, and there's just this Jedi child on fucking was it Jakku? What planet am I thinking of? Jakku. That's what I thought, but I wasn't positive. I don't know as much as the canon stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, and the other thing that we're dealing with too is, you know, JJ was not supposed to do anything with this with this movie. This was but this he was, was not to do anything past seven. He was, Correct. Was, he agreed to do that, and that's it, wasn't it? And, yeah, and he was gonna he was gonna be a part of episode seven, and then they decided to bring in Ryan Johnson for episode eight. And episode eight, for whatever reasons you want to argue, whether it's the story was absolute shit, or it was an mm-hmm. oversaturation, you know, yeah. there's there's a ton of different things that you can you know 
it completely goes against, you know, the fanboy and the fanboy doesn't like it. And the fanboys have yet to to let go of the fact that Star Wars is not made for you. If you are over the age of 20, Star Wars is not made for you. It is made made for for a new crowd. Yep. A completely different generation. It's made for everybody, but you can't make, you can't make something for everybody. And like nothing against Ryan, like, and Disney likes him and gave him his own trilogy, whatever he's fucking doing with that. I don't know. I don't care. Eight was fine. I mean, sure, there was things I didn't like. But that doesn't mean you write off the entire movie. The, that movie is canon now. That's part of the universe of Star Wars. No matter what you did or didn't like, you just have to accept it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's part of it now. And I, I'm super glad that they brought back J.J. Though. I fucking love J.J. I, he's I think awesome. he is going to do star wars the justice that it needs because this is it this is this is the 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 final installment of the of the skywalker saga you know we're never going to get this huge story arc in star wars we're never going to see it again in the franchise we're going to have no we'll get little we'll get little it it won't be it'll be like what marvel was at the beginning before they decided oh we're going to tie all this shit together in endgame by the way, Endgame was nowhere near as good as Infinity War, and I don't even like the Marvel movies. But... I stand with you on that one. I 100% agree. <laughs> it was I boring loved... as fuck and could have been cut back about 45 minutes. I'm, Agreed. I'm just saying that. If, Agreed. if you can't agree to that, then you're a fanboy, and there's no problem with that. Yeah, go give you, us another one-star rating, faggot. If you're super into it, like, I get it. You loved every second of this sitting around and talking and doing fucking nothing. You loved that shit. To me, it was boring. I'm not into the Marvel. I haven't seen any of the Iron Mans. I've only seen one of the Thor movies. I've only seen one of the Captain America. I'm not into the Marvel Universe. I'm just not. The only reason I even watched any of them is because Chris Pratt got me to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, hey, these Marvel movies are okay, I guess. Uh, So that's the only reason I even watched fucking Endgame or Infinity Wars, because Chris Pratt's in it. So... So from an outside perspective, Endgame was boring and, and Infinity War was fucking much better. I uh, yeah, I agree. And I love I love the Marvel universe and Endgame was just it, it was boring. It was okay. They had, they, what they did is they the writers sat down with focus groups and said, We're you know, we want to be able to include all of these focus groups in this movie and yeah. we're gonna write a movie around making sure we make all of these demographics happy. And that's what we yeah. got. We got the kids happy. Well, they tried we got to the accomplish, happy. Yeah, they not only just trying to make everyone happy, they tried to accomplish a lot in one movie. They tried to accomplish tying off every single end, loose end, not leaving anything left, you know, almost nothing left to question. Uh, and then they wanted to, like, no matter how they had to make it happen, they wanted to have that three-hour timeline. They wanted to make it super long on purpose. They wanted to have a revisioned version uh, of the movie that they could release two weeks later. That was already part of the plan. That whole outline was everything. Here's the billion dollar plan. Like, yeah. well, I think the the other issue that I had with the movie was was on a was on a pure acting level. They were so concerned about leaks coming off the set that I- well, yeah, they let nobody know anything about anything. And they 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 let nobody know in nothing or anything about anything. The actors weren't allowed to act together, like you know, unless they were specifically in the same shot together. You know, yeah. they weren't. You know, they weren't allowed to act together. So there was no feeding off of each other. You know, then they were given like, okay, we're going to do this scene and we're going to shoot the scene six different ways. 
with six different sets of lines and six different sets of acting. And we're going to, you know, so the actors don't even know, you know, so, so there's, there, there's no way they can get into their characters. And it yeah. shows. And that's one thing that, like, well, that I was kind of, I'm glad Star Wars is not like that because they know a lot of it. And Star Wars has been pretty good about sealing up leaks, especially with how massive their fucking sets are and how much, how many fucking crew members they have out there and how many times they invite other people out there. Uh, like, especially because JJ's fucking just friendly. Like, I mean, you got Kevin Smith, one of the biggest fucking mouths in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, yo, you want to come see the Star Wars set? Like, luckily, Kevin Smith loves fucking Star Wars and hasn't said a fucking word of anything that he saw. Uh, have you have you heard that interview? I think I already told you to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, I watched Dude, it. That, yeah. That's one scene that keeps rolling around in the back of my mind i'm like what the fuck is jj talking about because if you didn't listen to one of the other episodes or if you were uh you know put off by the one star review on itunes uh or talking about <laughs> is kevin smith went uh to the set of you know star wars 9 rise of skywalker or emperor's new Groove, whatever you want to call it uh and was looking around and everything and there was one piece of the set one scene that everyone, like DPs, uh, actors, fucking everyone, even JJ mentioned how awesome and mind-blowing it was. And Kevin really wanted to go see it. But there was one point where JJ pulled Kevin aside and said, Kevin, do not go see that. If you go see that, it'll ruin the biggest twist of the movie. But it's going to blow your mind. But please wait for the movie. Don't go have your mind blown right now have your mind blown in my finished product, my finished vision. And like that whole scene, I think it's towards the end of the movie from what it sounds like, but some big twist that's going to blow everyone's mind. I'm like, hoping I know what it is. Um, I, I'm all not... I can think is just, it's going to be a twist of somebody betraying somebody, but I'm hoping I it's think, something bigger than that. I think it's going to be, um, did you, did you have you played the uh, have you played Battlefront two the new the new Star Wars, have you played through uh, the campaign? Um, during the during the campaign, uh, towards the beginning of it, it the, um, the 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 the, the robot projector of the Emperor. Mm -hmm. The have you seen that? That's what I really believe it's going to be. I think that's where we're going to get the emperor is in, in that form. We're not going to get the emperor in the flesh. We're going to get him as a force ghost, or we're going to get him in that respect. Um, and I, or maybe like in Futurama, it'd just be his head in a jar. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that's essentially what it was <laughs> in the game, you know, you know, him yeah. bringing the final, the final instructions for operation sender. So I think that's probably where it is. And, you know, having that come back and, and he's the one giving the direction, you know, uh yeah it'll, it'll, we'll see how it is i mean and i might be in the minority when i say this but i'm i think jj's the man and seven was my absolute favorite of every single one of the star wars movies counting solo counting rogue one counting the original trilogy counting the re-edited re-released trilogy all of them seven was my absolute fucking favorite for a lot of reasons but uh so i'm i was stoked when jj came back i know a lot of people you know, fanboys and old people that were around when the originals came out. And it's not the same. Well, I don't know. 
whatever. I, it's not I'm, for I'm me in a, <laughs> I, Yeah, I, I'm even in the smaller minority. Um, my favorite, my favorite Star Wars is Episode Three. I, I absolutely, the... uh, I that absolutely really love fun too. Yeah, that was a good I, one. I love watching Anakin fall. That is my favorite part. <laughs> That's of... your favorite part. Yep. Yeah. Of... I have the high ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, not just, not just not not literally fall, but watch his fall from grace as he as he wrestles with the fact that you know he he knows that Padme is going to die. You know, the Emperor you know gives him this you know this ability. He says you know we can work together to bring people back from back from the dead, create life. You get you get the um. The, the the story of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, which is my favorite scene in all of Star Wars, because you watch Anakin wrestle with that. Um, you know, I could have this ultimate power if I walk away from everything that I love and everything that I know. You know, basically, yeah. you know, the ends justify the means. He has to save Padme, you know, no matter what. And, you know, and then right there towards the end where he uh he defeats uh Mace Windu and that whole thing and he's on his knees and he's in pain. You know, he knows he oh God, what have I done? Uh then I, I I episode three is my favorite. And then, you know, the one offs that we've seen so far with Rogue One and Solo have been so fucking good. And now we I got really the Mandalorian like coming. I don't know why I, I love I don't Solo. Know why it caught so much flack. I when Chewie and Han fucking met and like their whole their whole, uh, like, I don't. Their whole relationship was spot on. Like, so, yeah. so that's fucking Chewie and Han. Like, I don't know why it caught so much fucking flag. I mean, I think the issue that we had with that with that film was it was six months after Episode Seven, or excuse me, Episode Eight, eight and yeah. a- a- Episode Eight caught so much flack for all the issues that it had, yeah. and People then still wanted to continue hating on it. Well, the, you know, and then you had the other issue too. Is I mean, you had. Deadpool, you had um Endgame and there was some there there's another big movie. They all came out like right there at that that same time and everybody wants to go see these big blockbuster movies and then you're like, "Well, if I go to the movies, if me and my wife, me and my girlfriend, me and my kids, I mean, bare minimum you're spending 50 bucks." Yeah. You know, so when you can only go see so many movies too. Right. And you, you, you and with them all coming out like almost back to back to back, you're you're forcing people to make that decision of which movie do I do I go see? And you know, people were choosing Endgame because it was it was a story that they knew. It was, you know, they were already invested in the storyline. Solo was, you know, was was outside of the storyline that people were, were familiar with. Yeah. It didn't have any big names in it. Uh, well, or like, I think that was the big thing. The the main dude, everyone's like, who the fuck's this guy? And I think the other thing was, uh, it's not that it was bad. It just, Star Wars is so, it, it's kind of what happened to Game of Thrones. It wasn't exactly what everyone wanted. So everyone's like, oh, I fucking hate it. I mean, yeah. let's not compare it to Game of Thrones though, because Game of Thrones the last couple episodes are fucking awful. It wasn't just that it wasn't right. what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it, just that it didn't compare to the first seven yeah. fucking seasons. I mean, I think we were dealing with an oversaturation of of Star Wars, and I just yeah, I, that's I, what it, I'm so worried about. Like, that's what I wanted to talk about too. So we'll move away from the movie. That's that's our predictions on Rise of Rise of uh, the Emperor's New Groove. Um, 
The Mandalorian looks fucking awesome. Oh my it god. It looks incredible. They the budget like one of the top uh fucking comments on YouTube on the trailer is uh producers, what's our budget? Disney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of fucking the costumes, the fucking effects, the fucking it, Do you want to know millions and millions of dollars? Like the what, great, what they've spent on this shit. <laughs> the greatest thing about the costumes for the Mandalorian uh-huh. was they decided they were going to. They wanted to have these scenes with stormtroopers, and they didn't want to do CGI. They didn't. They wanted practical effects, and yeah. they're like, you know, we don't really want to spend a lot of money on producing all these stormtrooper costumes. And somebody somewhere was like, you know what? we have access easy access to literally thousands of stormtroopers if we want them all we have to do is just make a phone call so they made a phone call to some of the 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 higher ups in the 501st every yeah. single stormtrooper that you see in the in the mandalorian is a 501st member that's nice. their cost that's their costume that's them in the costume they were in it and there was a group of them that got picked to go do it and you know they whisked them off shot their scenes you know, we had um, there had been emails go out about a casting call for for Lucasfilm and Disney. So everybody assumed it was whatever the new the thing that they were working on. They were they were pulling in five hundred first members, and sure enough, they, those are five hundred first members. And it's like, nice. fuck yeah, that's awesome. a, that that is more legitimacy uh, for our organization and more you know entombment into the canon of Star Wars. But it's like. You know that it's a huge nod to to our organization. Be like, you know, hey, we need screen accurate costumes, and we don't want to have to pay to build them. Well, these fuckers, all you well, gotta you do know. is, yeah, all you gotta do is feed them, give them a plane ticket and a place to stay, you know, and they'll be here. And and, yeah, and they and, do it. <laughs> yeah, and they came running. You know, you you know they were they couldn't they probably could have gotten as many as they wanted and then some. But you know, the Mandalorian well, looks. Cool. I heard. Uh, it might just be a rumor, but I heard they've already started writing a second season, so they're already you know, pretty much behind it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Assuming it's, it's... going to do well and going to be received well and sell a lot of Disney Plus subscriptions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they, they're already, you can get, um, you can get, it's not early access, but you can get a, a, a Disney thank you pack. They're already selling a three-year, a three-year subscription for Disney Plus. There, you wow. can already pre-order it. And you get a a thing from Disney and and all that. A, a friend of mine has already done it. Don't you get Hulu or something along with that and ESPN as well? Yep. the The way they're doing it with Disney is, uh, everything up to PG thirteen is going to be on Disney Plus, and then everything that's going to be uh, like not kid oriented and above is mm-hmm. going to be on Hulu, and then you're going to have ESPNs alongside it. So I mean. You know, uh, they, bottom Netflix is fucked. Yeah, how did I wonder? Well, I guess Comcast doesn't really have a choice because, as far as I knew, Comcast still owned thirty percent of Hulu. Yeah, yeah, the, I, I believe they still do. But I mean, it's just you know, Disney is Disney's taken over, which I, I'm totally oh. fine with it. I, I don't have any issue with this. Oh, um, hang on, no, Disney and Comcast came to an agreement. Comcast signed it over fully. I wonder mind. how much that was worth. Five point eight million. Jesus Christ! <laughs> For just their thirty percent stake, because <laughs> Fox owned Disney. I think Disney already owned some of it, and then Fox owned. I think it was Disney, Fox, and Comcast each owned a third of it somehow. Um, 
like had all bought it up from the original whoever started Hulu. And then I think when Disney bought Fox, you know, that gave him a 60%. And then I guess Comcast was like, well, fuck, I mean, you might as well just buy And they probably offered, yeah, offered to buy him out. But, you know, goddamn fucking IG-88 is going to be in, like, it, I don't want to say he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a center, a center focus. But I mean, yeah. you know, a character that you see. Um, All the droids are so cool in Star Wars, too. You think about the yeah. most iconic Star Wars character. I mean, you got R2-D2. You got uh, BB-8. You have C-3PO. C-3PO. You got, what's, uh, uh, man, I'm forgetting his name. One from uh, Rogue One. Oh, K-2. K-2-S-O. K-2. Yeah, you got K-2. It's freaking hilarious and awesome. Uh, And then... You've got the again. you've got the new droid that we're gonna see in um the new video in the new uh Star Wars Jedi game, which is uh BD one. Yeah. And uh, which is buddy droid so cool is what it stands for. Ones. Yeah. IG eighty eight looks pretty cool. That'll be Oh fun. my god. Yeah, I just And he's the one that looks like a uh, if you guys are wondering who's IG eighty eight. He's the one that looks like uh you ever played chess? You know the bishop? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he kind of does have that bishop look. You see has, him for about like a bishop look with guns. <laughs> you see him for about ten seconds in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and you know, uh, bounty hunters. We don't need that scum. And you see yeah. like him standing next to the trailer for like uh, five seconds, maybe. Yeah, and doing fucking IG eighty eight things, and you're like, God damn, you know, it's it's gonna be fun. I mean, it's basically a Star Wars western, which. You know, spaghetti western was kind of always the, you know, this, this yeah. spaghetti well, western meets Buck Rogers meets yeah, space opera, which was kind of the intent of the original Star Wars anyway. So I really feel like this is going to go back to the roots of what Star Wars was meant to be. You know, yeah, uh, both, I'm excited for it uh, for the Mandalorian because it looks great, but also like you said, I don't want oversaturation. So I want as much Star Wars as I can get up to a certain point, but I don't want them. I don't want them to go overboard and like, Oh, we got fucking three TV shows and two movies this year. And fucking like, it's just going to be too much to where you're, you're going to reduce the quality. You can't have that many good writers and that many good ideas. And like, there's a lot of canon to go off of, but like, as long as they stick to their original release schedule, which was a December release. As long as they keep the Star Wars movies in December, even the one-offs, because their that was their their original thing was to have the the chapter episodes during the summer or during the Christmas season, and then the one-offs yeah. during the summer. No, give us one Star Wars movie a year. We don't need more than that. Especially like you said, we've got uh, we got the Mandalorian like coming out. Yeah, you sound like a droid right now. <laughs> yeah, we got your internet must suck. Or that's Craig fucking hacking your shit because yeah, it could be you were like up. Do I sound better now? Uh, now you sound a little bit, a little bit better. Okay. Sound like so, a droid for a minute talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars so, would be good. <laughs> <laughs> give us, give us the movies during the during the summer, and then or no, excuse me, give it, give us the movies during the winter. We've got the, yeah, yeah, we've got the Mandalorian coming out. We've got another another season of the Clone Wars that they're going to give us, which is going to be that's getting missed in in all this. Out of all of the news, that's huge news. We're getting another season of of uh, the Star Wars Resistance, which is really good if you've not watched it. 
Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's Heard it's it. really good. And then then the other huge huge news that overshadowed everything. We've not you know here we have minutes left because Greg is like, what the fuck? You'll be all right. Um, Ewan McGregor, Ben Kenobi. Oh, we're going man. to. So it's huge that, news. Is that going to be our next one? Because you got, let's yes. see, this year. No, because that would be next year. I don't think yeah, that's going to be next unless year. Unless they've already started and they just announced it. I would say they've probably already started. Um, but yeah, yeah he... shooting doesn't take that long for a movie. Shooting is no. normally like a month, maybe two months. I mean, you got a big ass production like Lord of the Rings. It can sometimes be three months. That's for big fucking shit. Like, most of the shit's editing and fucking CGI. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get a Ben Kenobi movie. So we're not That's really gonna be fucking awesome, especially it... we're getting our Lord and Savior Ewan McGregor, Jesus Christ yeah. himself. <laughs> <laughs> we lose Tom Holland, but we gain, you know, we gain yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, a soul for I love a soul. All the people that I love all the people that have like tricked their parents. Like, I got you a picture of Jesus. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> It's not, it's like, <laughs> but no, it's, I mean, it's going to be. I figure that I figure the Ben Kenobi movie is going to be set, um, probably five to six years leading up to Episode Four. So it's going to kind of like, um, weave in and out of Star Wars Rebels, you know, out of the Clone Wars, um, and whatnot. Because I mean, it's really the only thing that we have left to kind yeah. of explore, so and then like tie together the two trilogies. Yeah, I mean they're they're filling in the blocks, you know, with um Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars and Rogue oh, One and Solo. And shit? Yeah, you have you have that going on. You have um Obi-Wan completing his training with Qui-Gon Jinn through the you know, through the Force Ghost stuff. You know, then you have in Rebels where uh, Obi Wan Kenobi meets Darth Maul and you know, spoiler alert, you know, that you know, things happen there. Um. So yeah, there's man. It it just reminded me of a thing I used to watch when I was little because I've always liked Star Wars. There's this thing like back in like middle school, maybe even elementary. I don't know. I was pretty young. I think it was middle school though. But there's this website. I can't remember what it was called, but it was literally just Star Wars fan made stuff. That's all it was was fan made stuff. Uh, pictures short films full-length hour-long movies and dude some of the absolute best shit was on there like it was incredible uh but that just reminded me when i don't know why reminded me of some of the the funny shit i saw on there um there was there was a whole series i think they made like eight of them uh of stormtroopers it was basically cops but it was stormtroopers yeah it, it, it was a fan film called um uh, I think it was called, called MEPS, Moss Eisley Police Department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it is probably the greatest Star Wars fan fiction um, that I have ever. Like I, I whenever we do conventions, uh, we have uh, a monitor set up and we just show fan films, and that is an absolute staple for my collection of fan films because it is absolutely funny. What you if you want to. It's on YouTube. You can do um, Star Wars fan film, Stormtroopers, and you'll get yeah. this grainy cop-style film. And uh, they're all Canadian Stormtroopers, so you get you get Canadian accents, which is even funnier. And this is, you know, I, I, I have something that I call headcanon, 
you know, things that did not happen in, in, in the real canon. But as far as I'm concerned in my personal life, this is how it happened. That fan yeah. film is the only fan film that has ever come out that I believe that's canon. It deals with the death of Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. And have you seen the one? This is why it reminded me because we're talking about the Obi Wan tying uh, three to four. Basically, there was a fan made film. Uh, if I remember right, they put like a quarter of a million dollars, like two hundred seventy thousand or something, into it, and it took them like f- six or seven years to make. And it came out on that website, and I can't remember a thing about it. I can't remember if I watched it or not, but it was basically to tie that timeline together. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up, see what it is. I yeah, I mean, I, I've probably seen it, but yeah, there's there's been some really good fan films made in the last few years. I mean, the one oh, yeah. with the stormtroopers is extremely cheesy and very low budget. Um, they deal with oh. some, some Jawas that are that have stolen some uh, some droid property, and it is um, the Tom Servo doll from yeah. uh, Mystery Science Theater, which is the droid that they stole. And I mean, it's 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 really really cheesy, it's but funny. it's really really funny. Um, the and then funny, there's some. There's another other funny. Ones. There's a lot of funny Star Wars shit. There's, uh, what's that little, the little dude that had Anakin and his mom, the little dude that flies. Auto. There's like a six minute episode of him, and it's like a fucking, it's like an episode of Storage Wars or something. He's like haggling with these fucking people and shit. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, there's a bunch of funny ones. There's serious ones. Fucking, all kinds of shit. But <laughs> I don't know. I guess if you're way into it, go watch that shit. Uh, like I used to. I went for a long time. I just remembered those. And look up. Uh, well, don't even look it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it the outro song. I was gonna say look up Nerf Herder, but you don't need to. I'll make it the outro song for this fucking episode. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Craig's saying we're we're over our hour. <laughs> yeah, we're over. Yeah. We can talk about Star Wars forever, but basically, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Seven was one of the best. Fucking all the, all the Star Wars movies are good. There's ones that are better than others, and there there's always. I guess I can't say Seven's the best. Seven's my favorite. Everyone's gonna have a different favorite depending on your age and what you emotionally attached with. Uh, yeah. See Star Wars and fucking uh, fucking go see the new one, especially. Don't fucking be a little fucking cancel culture bullshit motherfucker and fucking boycott it because you didn't like Ryan's version. Fucking just go see it. <laughs> I agree, 100%. Let's get Star Wars back up on the fucking the list of fucking profitable movies. Let's get them back up there. Make Star Wars great again. Yeah. M-M-S-W-G-A. Swagger. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, other than that, definitely listen to the outro song uh, and follow us on facebook.com slash pigspod and, and fuck the dude that left the one-star review but didn't actually write a review. Should yeah, at least wrote something. Maybe if it would have been a joke or something, been cool. No, you didn't write nothing, so fuck you. And I don't know. You got anything else, Q? I don't have a... You have a cream of the week? Fuck. You know, I do have a cream of the week. I am going to I'm going to seriously plug the company Impow, M P O W. They are a electronics maker. Uh, they it is the new headset that I bought for recording. Um, I've own I own a set of wireless um, Bluetooth headphones that are over the ear for work, and I have owned I've had them, had them for about two and a half years. 
and the battery life on that headset is obscene. I can like listen every day for three weeks and then only need to like charge them once a month, you know, and that's like every day at work. And I was been really, really happy with them. So when I was looking for Impow, M-P-O-W, they're like, Impow, they're like, it's like super budget um, electronics. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty cheap. Yeah, they're ridiculously cheap. And like I said, that headset I've had for like two and a half years. And honestly, I've had the headset for like two and a half years. And I I think I've only charged the batteries like maybe 15 or 20 times. Um, Hmm. And they last forever. Like I said, the, the, the battery charge is crazy. So when I was looking for a new headset um, for, for, for recording, I, I was on Amazon looking at different USB headsets, and I came across Impal made, makes a USB headset that I can plug in for recording. And I was like, well, fuck it. I think I spent like 20 bucks on the headsets. I'm like, you know, if it doesn't work, I'm only out 20 bucks. I mean, I'm not really, you know, and that lesson learned buying cheap shit. And so this is my first recording with it, and I think the audio is pretty decent. And they're, they're comfortable. It's got a nice long cord, um, and uh, the, it has a control box that I can mute and unmute, which I've been using this evening because I've been fighting a cold. And um, I can unplug from that control box. And when we Impow. finish up in Impal, I'm gonna when we finish up here, I'm gonna unplug uh, unplug the control box, and it gives you just a regular three and a half millimeter um, headphone jack that I'm gonna plug into my Elite controller, and I'm gonna see how it does. Um, when we get ready to play Apex here in a little bit, so um, yeah, I guess if you need headphones, check yeah. out Impow. Impow. I think that's the correct pronunciation of the Impow. Impow. Yeah, so that's yeah. my cream of the week. Uh, I don't, I don't have one. I can't think of one right now. Uh, yeah, I can't think of one, so I don't want to just make one up and not have it be something good. So yeah, other than that, uh, have a piggy sausage week, baconators. Oh shit! I don't know if we can say that. Wendy's hasn't sponsored us yet. Well, spicy nuggets are back, sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. Bye, Craig. Thank you. How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, holograms and clones, we have an amazing lineup for you here tonight. Sure to make your head or heads. Spin! Straight from the backwaters of Agamar, I give you the Younglings with their new song, Nerf Herder. From Corp Scan to the Outer Rim, don't want to be a Nerf Herder. From Tatooine to the Cloud City, don't want to be a Nerf Herder. Straight off Agamar, we roll. Straight Jedi in my soul. Gonna fly off the cold blue skin. Gonna leave my house, my uncle, my aunt. It's a Jedi life for me. Slashing, blasting, fighting, see. But be very the dark side. If it tempts you, don't run and hide. Out come the sleepers, all comes the hands. Heretic, you understand it. Sedic lifestyle matters now. And it's ripped and broke by ass looks hot. Why that?
that's my battle cry. So I don't wanna be no scruffy nerf herder. Chop off my hand, I'll hang off the girder. Many Koreans, I got a few, got picked by a master. Woohoo! And after that, when my training's done, Jedi Knight I will become. Looking forward to the trials. Once they're over, walk down the aisles. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Skill, flesh, courage, spirit, no more. And the Jedi code was sure to keep. No Hummer, no Benz, no Beamer, no Jeep. We'll have car racers and maybe a speeder. Now who's a scruffy nerf herder? Nerf herder!